Hey everyone, welcome to episode 34 of Layout. Uh, today we're talking about what do you carry in which pocket? Uh, that's weird. Uh, we also talk about Google Pixel, the new phone from Google. Uh, and Samsung acquires the Viv or the Vive. Or the Viv. Viv. This episode is sponsored by Timing App. So thanks to them. And let's get to the show. So let's start with follow-up just to, you know, to spice it up a bit. Let's let's start this show on a different note. Let's start with follow-up this time. <laughs> uh. For a change. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so the first one uh, I wanted to mention really briefly, uh, we've had so many comments and people reaching out to us uh, wondering why um, the artwork was upside down for part of the show and thinking that their phone was broken or the app had a bug or something. Um, it was not a bug. Uh, <laughs> so as you know, if you made it that far in the show, um, this was kind of a, like a bonus uh, segment of the show that we called the Upside Down. Uh, and just to highlight that, we sort of updated um, the chapter to have the artwork be upside down uh, to sort of reflect that. So <laughs> um, just want to tell you, you're not crazy. Your yeah. phone is not broken. <laughs> it was uh, done deliberately by us. <laughs> uh, and also, the someone had the Stranger Things theme song as their ringtone, and I guess there was they were listening to the, the episode on like it was. I think it was in the shower or something, and you heard that part and freaked out. Oh yeah. So my bad. We we got drunk with power of editing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, I still think we should uh, keep doing it. If and when we do have the upside down, uh, it's our version of the after dark or whatever we call it. Um, yeah, well, I think I hope uh, <laughs> we didn't cause any panic in the audience. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just us having some fun. Yeah, I don't remember who was the person who had the the ringtone, um, but yeah, me neither. I could uh, look. Try to look it up. Anyways. Um, I think that's a very bad idea. If you like the song <laughs> in Stranger Things, do not put it as your ringtone or your alarm in the morning. Yeah, it's not as bad as the alarm, right? Yeah, but I guess. I mean, like it's not like we get called anymore. But <laughs> so, do you have like a custom ringtone? Uh, okay. So <laughs> I'll be honest. I have no idea what my ringtone is. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even know like when the last when is the last time that I made a phone call with this. Like I, it, it must it must be just the default. I don't know. Yeah, mine is a default, but simply because I I always have it on silent mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Yeah, same uh, I never care to change it. But to be honest, since iOS ten, for some weird reason, at least for me, because I always had my phone on silent mode, uh, I'm having it with sound on just for the keyboard clicks and all. Like I. Some of the sounds I, I I'm enjoying it in the lasers sent with lasers hashtag sent with lasers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are awesome. I wish there was kind of like one extra option that is in between, which is like allow the clicks and but like mute everything else or something like that. Like mm. there may be some other sounds that I would that I would like to keep, but um, I, I like I'd be down for that. Yeah. 
so maybe, yeah, I think maybe I should do a, uh, like like one. Syracuse and sort of like wish it into existence. Should we do a one dollar bet? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, I don't think this would happen. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, real time follow up. I have the default ringtone. There you go. I think that's mine as well. Uh, I never change it. Uh, also, speaking of uh, phones and what we have on our phones and how happy we are with our phones, um, I just have this quick, like, it's not even follow-up. It's like a quick uh, report. In, uh, I, it's been more than a week now that I have this plus-size phone. And as we talked about, like, I first time having a plus-size iPhone... And you're kind of like, this is the superior format and just give it some time and you're going to be into it. And I am really trying, but I'm not, I'm not sold. <laughs> like I'm, <sighs> I don't prefer it. And it all comes down. Like I do, I do like having the bigger screen. I just don't like having the bigger phone. Um, mm. The other day I was at this uh, restaurant and I decided, so I had, my left hand, uh, it was uh, busy, so I just had to use one hand. I reached out for my phone. I just wanted to take a quick picture of the of the of the dish, right? Of the all the food that was uh, in the restaurant, and like it was super awkward just managing it. Like this, it's awkward to operate it with one hand, especially. Hmm. So I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna keep at it. Let's see how it goes, but maybe. I'm going to give it like two months. If in two months I'm not happy, I'll just trade with someone um, for a regular size phone. Right. Well, maybe it's not for you. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's not. I don't know. Well, again, I'll, I'll, I'll report back if anything <laughs> changes. <laughs> All right. Before we get to the main topics, let me tell you about something that kind of sucks, but I think uh, we have the solution for you. So if you have tried timers using timers or apps just like track your time for either your freelancer and just trying to bill your clients or you you know just want to keep track of how you use and spend your time um usually and i talk from experience these apps kind of suck and mostly because you have to remember to set them on and set them off and it's just another thing that you have to manage and when you have more things that you have to manage you just give up because it's not worth it so there's this app for macOS. It's called Timing App, and it's like a, a timer app, but made right. So it's a, it sits on your menu bar in the Mac. You just leave it on. You can start it locking. That's what I've been doing. Um, it's just gonna run in the background, and when you do need to check how how you you have been spending your time, you just go there, and it will give you detailed information like in which apps you spend all of your time um it can be uh, it can be upsetting it can be um it can be embarrassing <laughs> but you're gonna get like a detailed view of how were you spending your time uh, at your computer um so in my case uh, i left this uh, running for the past i don't know the first time they sponsored the show a bit before so like for the past month, let's say, uh, it's been running on my iMac back at the office. Um, so although I don't spend like all my time on that one computer, so I split it between the laptop and the iMac, I can tell you that ah, it was a relief, but <laughs> my most used app is Sketch. So I was like, yes, I'm not slacking <laughs> off. Um, I remember, I think for, the, for that week when I last time ch I checked, it was like nine hours on Sketch. 
um, and then another nine hours on on Safari. And Safari is like uh, Hangouts and Netlify app, of course, and uh, stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> <laughs> In reality, it's probably YouTube. <laughs> you oh yeah yeah YouTube as well, man. That's up there. Um, but well, I'm pretty happy. It was not like embarrassing. Like I'm okay sharing that screen with the with the world. So. <laughs> Um, I don't have any freelance clients to like, I don't have clients to build, but it's, it's great just having that information. Like if you're just, if you're, if you're feeling like you're not, have been productive as well, you can check that. Like you have data, you can see if it's, if it's just in your mind or not. So if this sounds interesting to you, um, you should definitely check this out. This is just go to timingapp.com. That's the URL. And the app is normally uh, priced at $39. But you can save 20% uh, off with the discount code LAYOUT. So uh, these guys are friends of the show. These guys are awesome. Again, I personally, me and Kevin, we've been using it. It's a pretty cool app. So just use the code LAYOUT and timingapp.com. Thanks to them for sponsoring our show. All right. So for the first topic of today, this is a weird one. But <laughs> I'm really interested to, to, to know your take on this and how you... Uh, how do you feel on this discussion? Which this was inspired by um, a conversation on ATP. Uh, if you don't know ATP, that's Accidental Tech Podcast. Um, Accidental. With John Sarkusa and Marco Armand and Casey Lewis. Anyway, they were having this discussion uh, about where do you keep your phone in your jean pockets? So do you put it in your front pockets, in your back pockets, left or right? And Marco said something about, uh, so he uses his phone, he puts his phone on his front left pocket of his jeans mm -hmm. right and he he said that this is like a generational thing so if you live your adult life like pre-smartphones and having your phone always in your pocket was a thing um you would put your wallet uh on your front right pocket so then when a smartphone came in like the the available spot was on the left the pocket does that make sense yeah and it was pretty interesting to me and like to me there's no question the phone should go on your front right pocket where, where, where do you keep your phone yeah i have to say i completely agree <laughs> front right? right is the place for the phone um where i think marco got his theory wrong though is i don't think it's that much of a generational thing it's more a thing of like which hand do you use to hold your phone so if you use your right hand, then you're going to put it in your right pocket. But if you use your left hand, you're going to put it in your left pocket. Um, See, so. but I, um, I, I don't put my wallet on my front pocket. Like oh, I me put it either. In my back pocket. It's in my yeah. back pocket too. So uh, left or right? <laughs> uh, right. Man, oh, Jesus! I hate it when we agree on everything. <laughs> like it's, it, it doesn't make for a great show. Anyway. <laughs> Wow. Oh, and by the way, do you do you put your your phone like with the screen facing your leg or facing out? No, facing my leg, obviously. Like, this is why I was I was kind of uh, curious when I saw that you put this in the show notes because I was like, it's such like obviously this is where I put my phone. Like, isn't this where everybody puts their phone? Like, this is like Marco's being crazy about this. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's just. The one true way to do it. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you, <laughs> but 
I see a lot, a lot of people that don't agree with you. Like they have weird. Yeah, I mean, there's the whole uh, cult of the back pocket iPhones. <laughs> yeah, the bendy iPhones that yeah. go in the back pocket. See, and that's that's a thing that's pretty common. Uh, people, especially uh, like, uh, I think like women usually put it more in the back pocket mm-hmm. than men because they, they, you know, they don't have like usually as large as uh, like pockets as you know man's jeans usually have so even sometimes the only pockets that they have is on the back so they put it just like sticking out i see that a lot um but then i mean that's that's a different discussion i think it's a different situation um and i see a lot of people putting the phones with the headphone like facing down which is also bananas yeah Uh, (laughs) well i mean it makes no sense we don't have any a headphone port anymore so (laughs) <laughs> problem solved i guess well they do have the earpods well the cable it's going somewhere sometimes anyway this is something that i really stress out about like er- where everything should be and should mm-hmm. go like where's the most productive placement so for example when i started um writing the boosted board i have the little remote for the board oh. and of course the remote goes on my right hand because i'm right-handed and i need a pocket to put it in and out quickly like if I have to jump out and grab it, I need right. to jump out so, and put the pocket. Wait, wait, the, let me guess. The remote back left yeah. pocket, where you put the remote. No, I can't because I I have the remote on my right hand, oh, okay. so I can't reach the left part of the, <laughs> my body right oh, wait, with, with my right hand. So what do you do with it? So I just uh, moved my wallet from my right back pocket to my left back huh. pocket and put the remote on a back pocket. Huh. Anyway, but that was a that was a stressful thing for me. Like now I have to <laughs> rethink, <laughs> rethink everything, all the items positioned. Yeah. Right. Anyway, this may this is I I'm realizing this is probably boring right now. Um, but I'm curious because again, you are boring because you agree with me on me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. I guess you agree with na- me in most things. I, I guess so now we're like, gonna hear from all the people who disagree with us. I want to. I want. I want to hear. Uh, okay, if you. If your opinion on this subject is like completely different, um, I would love to have you on the show and try to defend your position. All right. <laughs> I would love that. So Deal. If you're listening, if you, everything we said, like if you're screaming out of your phone right now, like, no, how can you? No. Uh, get in touch. And <laughs> if you want, uh, you can be on the show and I would love to hear your thoughts. Um Damn. I love how like the one opportunity for people to go on the show is when we want to tell them how wrong they are. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll find another time for people to come on the show where it's all. Well, positive. to be fair, to be fair, it's not to tell them how wrong they are. Is I'm generally interested in yeah, hearing yeah. why yeah. something else is different. <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> mm, Anyways, awesome. uh, okay. Um, so something happened else? this week. Something did happen. Uh, something googly. Um, <laughs> Google announced a bunch of new hardware products mm-hmm. um, at this event. Um, but I guess the most uh, important one, the most relevant one, is uh, a new smartphone, and they call it the Google Pixel. And it is a smartphone. Um, <laughs> like I like that they're doing this. To be honest, like I always said, like if or when uh, I would 
try an Android phone, I would always go for a Nexus or yeah. something as close to Google, like to the stock Android that I could. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't want any Samsung thing on top of it or AT&T or Verizon things. Like, anyway, I want the purest form of Android that I could. Yep. Um, that I could my hands on. And to be honest, like stock Android is super, like it's fascinating to me. I think it's a really good OS. Um, and now they're doing just that. Like they, not only they have their stock Android, like the way they want it in Envision, they have their own hardware. Um, and it, it looks like a pretty compelling phone. On the other hand, it looks like a pretty boring phone. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this. It's like, it was like, yeah, cool. Right? <laughs> Nothing stood out for me, but we can talk about, you know, more in depth about. Yeah, I mean. How, how, how it, do you felt about the whole uh, event? The event was fun. I mean, I didn't watch all of it. I watched The, uh, the Verge's very good 10-minute uh, summary because um, mm-hmm. I was super busy that day. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, the phone, I mean... It, it just, it looks good. Um, and I mean, I think that's fine. Like it doesn't need to be like radically different from every, everything that we've seen. Like Android has so many variety and like, if you want something that is interesting, believe me, there's plenty of options for you. Um, but what they didn't have is a really solid, like if you don't know which one to get, just go buy this one and you'll be happy with it. Like this is what they needed, and this is what Google created. Um, so the idea of it, I think, is is really great and makes a ton of sense. Um, now <laughs> I have a bunch of uh, little minor um, things that bother me about that phone. Um, I don't know if you want to dive into them or or what. We can start by uh, talking about the industrial design. Yeah, we can. I mean, again, just uh, kind of repeating myself a bit, but it it was exactly that. Like, it's not, you know, it's their first, their first try this hardware thing. Even though I think it's being manufactured by HCC, I think. Yeah, yeah, it Somewhat, is. Yeah, all right. So but it's, it's not, not like, like they the old have the Nexus program and... where, like, basically those handset makers would just make it, and then Google would would pick the one that they like best for being mm-hmm. used as Nexus. Like, this is. Mm-hmm. Google made all the specs and basically had um, HTC make it. Right. But it's a phone that it doesn't stand out in any way for me. Like, why mm-hmm. would you buy this instead of... Because uh, it's not a cheap phone. Like, I mean, it doesn't the, explode. The... <laughs> I think, like, every phone from now on is going to have that on, like, the feature list. It doesn't yeah, explode. Basically. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sure. Let, let's let's go into the industrial design. Um, you can you can start up. All right. We have some notes. So, first off, let's face it. This is an iPhone. <laughs> like, I don't like. I don't see how like you could have made it any more similar to the iPhone without without being an actual like co- like ripoff of the iPhone. Um, all the way down to uh, one thing that. Actually, very few uh, Android phones have, which is a bottom chin part. <laughs> yeah, and but they don't have a home button. So exactly. It's, it's so there's weird. nothing there. It's just like kind of empty space. And people have been asking, like, why have that? Well, obviously, like, that's a fairly large uh, area. 
So you can fit battery, you can fit like more sensors and stuff in that yeah, area. Yeah. Um, so I think this is why they they did that. Like, if my guess is that if they could have uh, like removed that, they would have. But um, one, it made it look more familiar, more like an iPhone, uh, and then it was just like convenient to use that space. Next, uh, I would say um, is. So it's always like been weird to me how the front of Android phones just always somehow look ugly. Like why would you put the camera in like the top left corner? It's just like so weird. And then they have this like large bar at the bottom and it's like so unpleasing to me. Do you like, do you agree with that? Like, it just feels it's like, cheap. <laughs> you do have to put sensors and cameras and stuff uh, like on the face of the phone. And especially if you have a, a white face, those sensors and the, the camera lenses and all, they're going to have to like, they're going to have to stand out. They're, they can't be white. So they're going to be black or dark. Right. Mm-hmm. And especially when you do have a face front, that's like going to stand out really like exactly where the sensors are. Um, but I feel like I and, just want to Photoshop, like take down the the earpiece where you put your ear, move it down a little bit, and then bring up the light sensor and then put the camera right next to it, like center it. And that would look like so much better. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely, they, I, I'm going to assume that they have some technical constraints where things can go. But I mean, at least on, a, on an iPhone, you can see some symmetry, some sense to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it looks like random, um, but again, I don't know like what what, what the constraints are. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look awesome. And also, what's the deal with the the antenna lines? Because like, <laughs> like we had um, starting with the iPhone four and four S, we had a glass back and front, and then we had the antenna is like the enclosure on 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 the edges around it. Mm-hmm. And we had the first antenna lines over there, you know, three lines on the phone, because that's yeah. like you, you need to separate the antennas, and that's where the signal can actually, you know, go through. You can't just like close it down. And then when it went to the six uh, design, now they moved the whole back to be aluminum, and but they still had the antenna lines to do its magic. And I, I feel like every single person on the universe kind of agrees that those antenna lines are gross. Like, yep. Uh, if we could get rid of them, it would be perfect. It's like a thing that we have to endure because that's how physics works, and we still haven't found a way to eliminate them and make the phone work uh, without them. So it's like it's like it's not a good thing. <laughs> if you can get rid of it, try it. And and then I've seen like you've seen the, those uh, what was it the Samsung S seven I think was, I think it's the last one the most recent one. Like if you le- if you look at the the bottom of the phone, it's exactly like an iPhone six, um, and it has those antenna lines things. And now this right. Google Pixel, like like the the back is aluminum as well, uh, and you do have the antenna lines. It's like it's exactly like the iPhone. How come? You know, either Samsung or Google or whoever didn't go a different route because that was like it was not a cool thing that Apple. Like would be proud if someone copied it, right? Like that's the, the 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 thing that they were not proud of in this design, mm-hmm. but everyone still copied it. 
So, but um, the the thing that's curious to me is like, okay, you want to have an all an aluminum back, like fine, like you have to have those antenna lines because um, aluminum doesn't let the signal go through. So basically, it needs those spaces to let the signal uh, mm-hmm. get into the outside world. But <laughs> um, Google had on their the back of their phone, they have this like half glass back. I, like, couldn't the signal? Yeah, what is that material? I mean, I feel like it's glass, but it might be plastic. I don't know. I haven't double checked, but. I feel uh, so like if you look, if you look at the back of the phone, it's like it's aluminum, the the matte classic aluminum, like a like an iPhone. Uh, but then the um, like the first third uh, of the phone on the top, mm-hmm. it's like of this glossy finish. I yeah. don't know if it's aluminum or glass or plastic, but it's a different. It's a glossy finish, uh, and that's where we have also the the fingerprint uh, reader thingy. Yep. Um, and <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Uh, especially they have like three colors but they have the one like a, a dark one and i've seen a bunch of tweets hilarious tweets uh <laughs> regarding the the matte black or the jet black thing <laughs> uh have you seen i've probably seen a bunch of them like uh hey google do you prefer uh, matte black or jet black yes <laughs> i was like <laughs> yes sir, yes uh and they went with the two finishes that we've seen on the iphone it's like a, a blend weird blend uh, to be honest, but hey, tastes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so looks like they couldn't decide either. <laughs> um, but why? So why? Why? Why do you have the both of those? Fin- I still don't understand. I mean, yeah, I haven't I seen know. the whole keynote, but it's like I would under I would completely understand if they were like, you know what, um, the antenna lines look gross. We don't want them, so we're going to have this window, and it's going to be this, like, duotone kind of thing, similar to uh, the iPhone uh, uh, 5 and 5S, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But they didn't. Like, they still have antenna lines, so I don't know what, what the goal of this window is for. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Um, I don't. So, so another interesting part to this um, is uh, it has no camera bump. Mm-hmm. And you know how they achieve it? I don't know. Is it thicker? I don't know. So the phone is ac- actually a wedge shape. So it's, oh, really? it's thinner at the bottom and thicker at the top. How did I miss this? It's, I mean, most of their shots haven't like highlighted that. But if you look at it, um, trying to find a good picture that's side by side, uh, like on the side, you clearly see that it's uh, thinner. Uh, at the, at the yeah, I see the, the first picture on their website. It's kind of like sideways. I can see it, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, I, I completely missed it. Even on Twitter, I haven't heard anyone mention that. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, would you prefer, Would you prefer uh, like, if your phone was, like, this edge shape? And no. And get rid of the bump? <laughs> no. I don't, I don't care about the bump. Like, so many people, like, it bothers them. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, my phone wobbles, but like you know, when I put it on the table and use it there, never. So I don't know. To me, I, like <laughs> maybe it's I, I've been um, brainwashed by Johnny I videos, but it's like <laughs> let the phone be true to itself, you know. And like this is the phone, and this is the camera part, and like it's not trying to make the phone bigger just to hide that camera. I actually think it looks good. Um, so. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine. Uh, I'm not a fan, but uh, I wouldn't like it to be wedge-shaped. Well, maybe. I don't know. Um, I would have to feel it, see how it feels. Mm -hmm. It's not about making it thicker. Like I would actually prefer if the phone was thicker and just fill it with battery and get rid of the camera bump. Um, But I I don't know. I'll have to try one. Yeah, because you know, because my laptop is at wedge shape, even though I don't hold it like in my hand. Uh, I don't know how how that would interfere with how it feels. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I sure. Try it. Yeah, I mean, I guess the main downside is that it looks thick at the top. Mm-hmm. If you look at the pictures and stuff, um, but I'm like I'm sure that you don't really notice it in daily use because it's so mm-hmm. subtle. Like it's it's really not a big deal. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't mind the camera bump either, so whatever. But uh, speaking of cameras, this camera um, apparently is like the best camera on a smartphone ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, this is not out yet, I think, right? I think it's not out yet. You can pre-order it, but anyway. Uh, and I've seen some, like, MKBHD. Oh, my God. MKBHD? <laughs> Man, that's, the, that's so hard. Um, I've seen his like first look video and stuff and a lot of people like on YouTube, but like the, it's, I hate that those kind of reviews. It's like on, you have like three seconds with this phone, <laughs> like review it. Uh, so <laughs> the pictures that have taken, like taking a couple at this, like this inside this building with terrible lighting, uh, lightning and like <laughs> everyone says it is supposedly the best, but no one could actually, uh, prove it or like show it to you how good it is Mm -hmm. so we're kind of like taking their word for it uh but they did show like this uh, weird graph where you can see like several phones and their score at this um what was the company that was kind of like scoring these cameras dxo mark dxo mark there you go which i don't know never heard of them (laughs) yeah Um, i had never heard of them before either it's like but, always, well, always a good experts. sign when like your main selling point for your phone is like this review from this site that no one has ever heard of before. <laughs> like, sure. Um, it's like uh, Trump. Uh, their friends just told him how good the, the best. Uh, anyway, uh, so like supposedly even on that graph where they show you how good and how the best they are, <laughs> uh, it's like a, like the iPhone Seven is close second. So it's not like the, that huge leap forward so yeah so it's 89 it's like they all look the 86. same but in this weird metric they are the best my my feeling when i saw this was like and and enjoy that time google like those brief few days where you can say that you're the best according to this website but like in two months there's gonna be a new phone that's gonna be like 90 <laughs> and then you're not the best anymore like i don't know it just seems like I get why they're bragging about it, but it just doesn't seem like that big a deal, especially when the other phones are so close to it. Um, and then the interesting thing is that uh, the XO Mark has reviewed the iPhone 7, but not the 7 Plus. Why? So, so I wonder if the 7 Plus might score a little bit higher. Um, so who knows, right? Like... <laughs> maybe in like just a few i don't know days or weeks when they actually review the 7 plus uh the pixel won't be the best phone anymore <laughs> so who knows and uh, apparently like from those guys uh number one is the google pixel 
Right after that is HTC 10, Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge, the Sony Xperia X, uh, Moto Z Force, Samsung Galaxy S6 Edge Plus, wow, <laughs> uh, Sony Xperia Z5, and then the iPhone 7. Right. Um, interesting. I feel like smartphone cameras, they're so good. And like all around, like uh, Samsung has great cameras. Um and I like that. Like it's a it's a good space to be in. Uh, we as consumers just benefit from this. Mm -hmm. uh, they're all good. It's it's amazing, great. Um, but yeah. all of this to say, you shouldn't base your purchase decision like on the on these scores or you know which one has the best camera because they're just so close. Uh, it's just anyway. I don't, I don't feel like no one stands out as like oh my god this camera is way better than the competition. Yeah, I, I think most people wouldn't be able to see the difference. I mean, like, kudos to Google for creating a camera that, it like, in on paper is better than the iPhone 7. Like, that that's great. That means the people that actually do buy this phone are going to enjoy taking pictures, and the pictures are going to look good. But, I mean, mm -hmm. there's so much more to a phone than just the, the camera, and it's, that's not to say that because I happen to prefer the iPhone, and the iPhone has a lower score that like I would say that like I just think that in reality like a difference of like three on whatever scale they use is really not a big difference um, but I'm glad that you kind of mentioned that because yes the your experience with cameras and photos on a phone is not just how good their score is um, it's also software uh, mm -hmm. and with this phone uh, of course, it comes with Google Photos built in, and apparently, the, the, I don't know if they're giving you storage for free or something, but they're touting the thing that you're never going to run out of space on your phone because it's using Google Photos, so it's uploading every photo that you take, and it can do like the optimized storage thing, um, and that is like I feel like it's 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 years ahead of what I cloud photos iCloud photo library can be can do um because google photos is impressive um and this is something that's r r built right in on, on your phone that's great but i mean it's weird to me like is, isn't that just the like a standard thing on android that you can have like i i get um, that like you get it for free with this phone which is great um but i mean it's like <laughs> they've been touting it as a feature for this phone but it like i mean it's just that it's free so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not an expert on this, um, but I'm pretty confident that no, like Google Photos is not built in on, I'm going to say all Android phones, but oh, maybe the stock, like if you have a Nexus or something, maybe it is, I don't know. Mm. Uh, but I do know that most Android phones have, <laughs> like out of the box, have like three photos apps, like the camera gallery thing or in the samsung photos oh, browser gosh. library thing and i feel like google photos I, I think it's just like an app that you download from the from the play store um but this is mm. on this pixel one is built right in right huh but oh. again i'm not an expert uh, <laughs> i'm probably wrong i don't know yeah i mean i don't know that's it's like it's good that they're doing that and my hope is that it'll convince apple to do the same um which may or may not happen but um we can keep hoping and also another thing that they really pushed um in those demos is the built-in uh siri i mean google now i mean <laughs> google voice assistant 
I don't know what they what they're calling it right now, but it's the the Siri of Android. Google now isn't Google now the thing, or is it just that the cards thing? I think it's just the cards thing, but they're kind of like scraping that name, and now it's gonna all be Google Assistant, if I right. understand correctly. But Google I mean, Voice Assistant. Who knows? Yeah, their thing is so weird. Like they change the name every two weeks. So yeah. <laughs> so here's here's. <laughs> What I really didn't like about this, which is okay, now you you finally have the the Google built in, the voice assistant built in, like kind of like Siri. So he was like, and now you can say the hot word, uh, or hold your home button or the the button, whatever it's called. Um, it's like that's great. Please don't spend too much time on that because that, we've been doing that, like on iPhones and Samsung phones and whatever since forever. And then. The demos that they they decided to show you uh, were like super non-exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Schedule a dinner with my wife tomorrow. Um, you know, find me tickets to like. Come on, we've seen that for like four years now, and you're the best one at doing this. Like Google is the best voice assistant thing um that's out there it's way better than siri it's way better than uh cortana or thing in in windows uh, like you're the best at this show us something that you can't you definitely can't do on an iphone show us the power and they they didn't deliver it they shows like some boring stuff that we've been used to since forever so that was a bit of a letdown yeah yeah i mean Again, I'm getting confused with that assistant stuff because I thought that was on Android forever. Like, I I didn't I didn't know that it wasn't there or like I I really don't. I guess it's the, what it comes down to is I, I don't get which features are on which phones on Android. It's just like a big mystery to me. So the way I see it is nothing is built in, and but because it's Android and it's open. Uh, you can basically like you can download Google now or whatever and then activate it and it's like it's not like Siri like you can't on an iPhone you can't download Google and say hey Google or whatever the hot word is or okay Google uh, right you can't run at that OS level but on Android you can so I've definitely tried the okay Google thing on on a friend's uh, Android phone um, but he w he had to activate it or to install it or something huh. um, yeah interesting like os level yeah i mean yeah, it, it, it's confusing the other thing that makes this phone a bit weird especially like when you're used to the nexus kind of program um is that this is not the stock android experience it's like <laughs> basically so google makes android um but the separate team that makes this pixel phone also creates a skin that they put on top of Android um, that is specific to this phone, um, which also now has exclusive features for this phone. Which is like, gosh, Google. <laughs> it's like, I, I thought we were like past this, that like you were coming out with phones that were clean with no garbage on it. And no, you had to go in and create your custom weird little launcher um, and mess up the material design UI so yeah I don't know how I feel about that like I wish there was still a way that you could buy a phone that has like just a pure standard uh, Android experience yeah but what is a pure Android experience right now uh, the right? material like, design 
well, the, the material design is not like a OS, but I know what you mean. But <laughs> I wonder if now they're going to move away from that. What what we consider the stock Android thing? Yeah, I don't know. know. With their you know future products. Um, hmm. But hey, this this OS has uh, VR built in as well, and they are also building in selling um, a VR headset, which looks cool. Uh, it looks good. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it looks cool, but it certainly looks approachable. <laughs> as cool as you can with a huge VR headset. Yeah, accent. I mean, but like I feel like previous um, like headset makers were, I mean, maybe not going for cool, but at least going for futuristic and. Google went the opposite direction, which is like, make this look as boring as possible. <laughs> like, made well, in their thought, defense, like, um, like they were like, this is something that you wear, put on your face. So we're not gonna make it look like a gadget, like a, te a tech gadget. We're gonna make it look like something you would wear. So they went for like clothing designers, and they, it has like fabrics and it's like soft. Uh, it's not like a piece of plastic uh, on your head. Um, I yeah, I, I think, think it makes boring. sense. It's yeah, it's it makes sense. Right I think this is a good move. Um, just like uh, all the other VR headsets, which, by the way, I think I'm gonna get the PSVR pretty soon. Oh, awesome! Uh, Have you ordered it? That. No, so like I'm not gonna buy it uh, when it comes out, like day one. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna wait a bit, um, just because it's it's gonna be inexpensive purchase right um so i'm gonna wait a bit but uh yeah i'll definitely buy one like this year soon soon ish uh cool. anyway bit of the side note yeah I'll, uh, I'll be curious like when you get it definitely let me know how it is because i might be interested i mean i'm not a huge gamer but i've i feel like if it's it's at least pretty good and you can mm -hmm. like just experience vr like without a super complicated setup and maybe i would be yeah. interested uh well i can tell already because reviews have been like the embargo was lifted so mm -hmm. we've 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 heard about the actual experience uh, it's like it's definitely not the best vr headset out there right. it's not as good like technically it's not as good as the oculus or the vive yeah in all of that like the the major reason for that is that uh, the vive and oculus have um like infrared sensors and the cameras and whatever that weird mm. technology to to track your like your movement where you right. are yeah yeah um and sony is doing so you have like these leds like these lights on the headset and uh -huh. you have a camera like like in front of like on a tv right right so it's tracking your movement in in the the position of your remote the controllers uh, which has this weird light bulb on top of them. Um, it's using the lights and a camera to track your position. So it's definitely not as accurate as like infrared or some other mm -hmm. sensors. Um, so you're going like with low tech, but uh, I heard like it's pretty, pretty good. Uh, not as good, but pretty, pretty good. Uh, but another thing they have going for them is the, the exclusives. Like you have EA um building a star wars battlefront thing for vr and just for ps oh geez that must be awesome yeah flying an x-wing uh, yeah in vr i've always been saying like i want call of duty for vr like this would just be amazing mm. like just 
fighting and like have to you have to look behind your back and stuff like that like that just be awesome so, i just yeah. want uh to to fight with a lightsaber that's all I yeah i mean that's even better give me a lightsaber and i'm happy <laughs> <laughs> anyways um oh yeah the, the google pixel thing <laughs> uh what else <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Um, is it like my my two cents is this is a good phone. It didn't surprise me in any way. Uh, it sounds like it sounds like it is a solid good phone. Uh, mostly boring for me. Has some weird uh, industrial design decisions that just make it a bit off. It's not ugly, but it just why it makes you yeah. wonder why. Um, and it's expensive. I think it's like almost on the ballpark of an iPhone, right? Yep. Like it's. What, $600, $700? Something like that. I think it's like pretty much the exact same price as the iPhone. Yeah. Or at so, least very comparable. So, If this was, I don't know, let's say like $200, $300 uh, dollars less than an iPhone, like cheaper than an iPhone, man, then this would, super, this would be super compelling, right? Well, I think, but I mean, if I didn't have a phone and if I was on Android, like, I'd buy this phone, you know? Like, I... I don't I have no problem with this price. Like I think like comparing it to other smartphones on like Android, it's it's like pretty competitive. Don't you think? But the Android phone space market is way more competitive than <laughs> of course the iPhone because there's no uh like you have companies like the OnePlus thing uh, producing super compelling good phones at a ridiculous price. Um and they're really good. Uh, and you have, I think Samsung is still the company, like the most innovative company in the Android space, I feel like. But again, I'm not like super into it. So I'm probably like, I don't know, but that's yeah. just the feeling that I get with the edge thing. And like, at least that's new and, you know, making them Ugh. explode. I mean, that's new. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I feel it's pretty competitive space. And I mean, they're going for the. Like, for all my complaints about the Pixel, I think. <laughs> This looks way better than anything Samsung has ever made. So, I don't know. The Samsung one just looks so cheap to me. It's mm. like, ugh. And the edge. I would is say just that like, like three years ago. I don't know. I'm looking at some like gold Samsung uh, Galaxy S3s right now that looks look absolutely horrible. Uh, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> uh, what else? So, speaking of Samsung. Um, they uh went in and acquired Viv, um, and I don't know if you remember, uh, Viv was this uh new startup from the creators of Siri. Um, so basically, um, they first made Siri, got acquired by Apple, um, and I think the founders left like a year or two later. Um, That sounds about right. Yeah. To start their own company, which is called Viv. Uh, and they had this like big demo at uh, TechCrunch. Um, Disruptor disrupt, thing? yeah. Uh, TechCrunch disrupt, and they showed kind of their um, their technology and how like I mean, a lot of people said it was impressive, and I, I certainly think like it was better than like whatever else is out there. But I I mean, to me, it didn't seem incredible but um anyways um so basically their technology is is interesting to say the least um and it's a lot more powerful than what we have with, with siri today so like for example mm -hmm. you could ask it 
what was the weather six months from now in the town next me next to me or something like that? I don't know. Um, and it would give you like really accurate results for that request. Um, so yeah, it's I like mean, a smarter Siri, and it's more aware of the context. Like if you right. follow up on a, on a question or something. Uh, it keeps track of the conversation, which I still remember. That was something that Scott Forstall <laughs> kind of like bragged about when the first time he introduced Siri, that it could mm -hmm. keep track of the conversation, but then that was not really the case. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Samsung bought these guys. Like we talked about Viv, I, th I feel like, right, on this show? Yeah, I think we must have. I think so. And <laughs> the only thing that I have, Like the only feeling that I have on this news is like I'm disappointed, just not because Samsung was the company acquiring them or something, but I'm disappointed that they've these guys created something so cool and so powerful, um, and then got bought by Apple and that Siri, and then there was like they like fight the power and they quit and they f started their own company to work on this new product. Like you know what Apple, you kind of you kind of ruined Siri for us, so we're going to build a better Siri. And then they got bought by someone else. It's like, oh, come on, guys. Like, I don't know. I, uh, I wanted to root for you because you're like the underdog and like you are really geniuses that no big company is going to stop you. Because that was kind of, uh, at least like on the news, that was the rumored, like the reason why they left Apple was because uh, Apple was kind of like holding them back. They wanted to... right either pursue something or, or move Siri forward and do something different maybe and Apple was kind of like holding them back so they decided you know what I'm gonna we're gonna quit and we're gonna do this on our own and and I was like excited for them you know a small company uh, uh -huh. these guys are definitely geniuses so yeah let's see what you got and then they got acquired again uh, <laughs> so that's why like I'm disappointed and it's not the, the, because it's Samsung like if Apple right. bought them again I was like oh come on guys <laughs> Um, well, at least you'd get the, the the benefit of saying like, oh, well, maybe this is going to make my phone better. Um, <laughs> well, gonna make, but, well I this mean, is going to make makes someone's phone better, so I'm okay. But I mean, like, were you really surprised? Like, because to me, like, uh, the this voice assistant seems like a feature that needs to be part of the OS to really truly be useful. No, I agree. I'm, I was not like, surprised. I mean, I guess they could have licensed it, but... It's, I mean, they were basically like bound to be acquired by another company. To me, the most interesting thing coming out of this is actually how Samsung is competing with Google like more and more every day. Uh, of course, now Google is making their phone like we just talked about. Uh, mm -hmm. So now they're direct competitor to Samsung. Um, and Samsung always had a very custom Uh, version of Android, like with the TouchWiz thing, and they always have their own apps and the the, the S Pen thing. Remember that the mm -hmm. little stylus. Um, so they always were, they always had this very heavily customized version of Android, um, and now with with this uh, with the the Vive and all, uh, Viv Vive, uh, <laughs> the Siri, 2.0 uh oh, it's just like another thing competing with google and it makes me wonder when are we gonna see samsung uh building their own os like i think we're not that far off to be honest well they they made tizen 
right? But I mean, it's not really going anywhere. And, Wait, I what? Mean, what? What's Tizen? It's Samsung's OS. For the like cheaper phones thing? Yeah, I mean, that's where right. they're using it right now. But I mean, yeah, I've, I really don't think that's going to happen. Because if, even if they did, like the problem is not the actual OS part. It's the like the ecosystem around it and having apps and stuff like that. So, I mean, maybe they could, like, I don't know, fork Android or something and then build on top mm -hmm. of that and then, like, have some way that, like, to be, like, retro compatible with Android apps. But Didn't Amazon do that with, with the, their Fire OS thing? Yeah, yeah, that's what it did. You could install Android apps, right? Right, but the catch with that is you get none of Google's stuff, right. which, I mean, actually, like, makes Android a lot less useful. I don't know. So, I don't know how appealing is that to Samsung. Yeah, I don't know. And mm. I mean, how much? How much does it cost to license Android? Isn't it free? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so like, what? It's open. What's Samsung gaining here? Well, so if if licensing Android is free, then what is Samsung gaining here by like breaking free from Android? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much like of a hassle it is to. Because they do have to like support new versions of the Android, of Android, right? Yeah. Released by Google, so I don't know how much of an asshole it is to build all of these customization and external apps mm -hmm. on top of Android than just to build their own. I don't know. Yeah, my mm. guess is it's probably like a bet against uh, Google Assistant, and they think that they can create something that's better that's gonna um, set the Samsung phones apart from Google. Pixel, for example, like the phone that they mm -hmm. just released, because Google is now directly competing with them, so they have to find a way to differentiate themselves. But I mean, it's still kind of, I don't know, it's not really a business that I'd, I'd like to be in. Like, it just doesn't seem that compelling to me. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like you're yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like, and eh, try as much as possible to get like every little bit of advantage you can get, but it's really not that great i don't know doesn't sound healthy yeah well i mean maybe it is i mean lots of competi competition right so i guess it's good but it's it's just that it's it's really hard for any of these companies to truly innovate without uh owning the hardware and the software so uh i guess like samsung is doing the best that they can with um the hardware all right so uh, before we go just on the end node <laughs> How about the um, the Google Pixel videos when they're touting the making a bunch of jokes at Apple because they do have a headphone jack, um, <laughs> and I've heard um, I think it was on Darren Fireball Gruber. The, the, I don't know if it was either on Darren Fireball or just a tweet where uh, Gruber said like this sounds a lot like companies before speaking about Flash, like how the iPhone doesn't have Flash, right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, do you feel like, uh, to me it's pretty obvious, but it's like a, a ballsy thing to say. Is it just that obvious that every single uh, phone manufacturer, like in the future, let's say two, three years, not, all of them are going to drop support for the jack thing? Oh, yeah, I, I think it's definitely going to happen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this year, every Android phone is going to be like, hey, we have a headphone jack on our phones. And then next year, they're all going to have their own. Um, but I I mean, yeah, 
like what's interesting though is that it it segments the headphone market where like now you're gonna have to like find the the, the headphones that do actually work with your device mm-hmm. first so like if you want i don't know um bang Olufsen's headphones then maybe they only support the iphone and then like another company only supports android like hopefully they they'll support both but maybe none of them will so i mean yeah i don't want to see that yeah i don't want to see that fragmentation and then the the only other kind of like downside is if you do truly like just want wired headphones um then it kind of sucks for plugging in them into your mac because it's i mean it's ios only um I mean the lightning so, ones. The lightning right? ones, yeah. Uh, if they did yeah. switch to USB-C, which is an advantage that Android phones have, then it would work across the board. Uh, I would be perfectly happy for everyone. But yeah, since I got this this MacBook with the USB-C thing, I really wanted Apple to like pick one. Either you, yeah. you put lightning on Macs or just put USB-C on the iPhone. And I think... The iPhone is not going to anywhere with their lightning, especially now um, being the only single port in the iPhone. Um, yeah. So I wonder if they're they're going to add a lightning port on newer Macs. Which, by the way, the rumors say say that we're going to see um, an event with the new MacBooks finally October twenty something, end of the yeah. month. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, I think it. <laughs> I would love it to be there, but it seems unlikely. Why? Because the only thing it'd be useful for is plugging in headphones. Un- unless unless that's the charging port for that MacBook, and you charge it with basically an iPhone charger. Or that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if the, the cable itself can drive as much power, but... But then that, but then that port doesn't work with, um, to d- like run a display. So you'd still have to plug in two ports to like drive display and get power, which mm-hmm. seems a bit less than yeah, ideal. But that's why that's why I see them doing this on, on the MacBook Pros first, because, well, I don't know if they're gonna do like a radical redesign and how many ports that <laughs> laptop is gonna have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm leaning on on the assumption that they're gonna have more well more than one port at least. <laughs> so then then <laughs> they could do that. Um, Maybe I guess we'll see. I mean, this is this is gonna be pretty exciting. Like for for once, we'll have an event that, or I mean, maybe we won't even have an event, but mm-hmm. for once, we'll have Mac news. <laughs> I feel like it's been such a long time, and like these are pro devices, like not just a MacBook. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited because I'll probably be buying one of everything that they announce in terms of new Macs. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like not one in display, the one uh, MacBook Pro, and maybe an iMac. Who knows? Um, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not in the market, but uh, hey, I love that. <laughs> I nerd out, so I want to. I want to see new computers in general. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's, actually, my my mom just uh, she came to visit th- this weekend, and she needs a new computer. She has a. 2010 macbook air like a very old um macbook air so she's in the market and she's a teacher and uh like everyone uses windows so she needs like Mm -hmm. microsoft office and stuff like that um so we went to to this uh this store here just look at the computers and i'm like it's hard for me to 
tell her to buy the MacBook One because like you're gonna have to carry a bunch of dongles like to to plug in like external pen drives or something. Um, right, it's gonna be an asshole. Uh, the MacBook Air, I can't recommend that because that just feels so old to me. Yeah, <laughs> that bezel, it, it grossed me out. Uh, the MacBook Pros is like, no, don't buy them because they're <laughs> they're announcing new ones. And we were actually looking at iPads as a replacement, laptop huh. repla replacement. But I don't know. It's like at this point, <laughs> she even told me like when looking at all the computers, she's like, so these look like, they look exactly like mine, which is <laughs> eight years old. She's like, how come it looks, <laughs> everything looks the same? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Um <laughs> This industry like it doesn't move that fast anymore. In the case of the Mac Pro, it's actually the same as eight years ago. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, oh man. Anyways, yeah. uh, I guess that's it. All right. Well, I guess that's it for the show. Uh, do you have any recommendations before you go? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, it's this Mac app called Table Flip, uh, and they're not a sponsor, but I think it's it's cool. Um, so I'll mention it. Um, well, it's basically this this Mac app that lets you uh, gives you a, a user interface to create uh, markdown tables. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had to create a markdown table. I have to do that for work every week, basically. No. Uh, and it's such a pain in the ass because <laughs> basically markdown tables are highly uh, I don't know fiddly way to do things where basically you have to make every column in line and then like it's it's just a real pain uh and this app is is basically numbers but with export to markdown uh and it's absolutely great um so yeah check it out cool um i didn't prepare for this but i'm gonna recommend the joby gorilla pod for like smartphones um do you know what those are no uh well the yeah sorry <laughs> Yeah, the gorilla pods, right? Yeah, gorilla pods. It's like the, those um, the bendy tripod things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like tentacles, and this is not new. Uh, <laughs> you probably use it, but I just want to tell you guys how cool this is. This is like pretty inexpensive. I can't remember exactly, but I'm gonna say like around twenty bucks, maybe. Mm -hmm. So it's this tiny little tripod for your phone. It has this little mount, and. This is one of the best things that you can buy for your phone. It's like you can buy a case if you drop it, but then buy this. It's this very small thing. You can just put it in your, put it in your pocket or in your purse or backpack or whatever. And if you want to take photos, like you can just place it anywhere because it's because it's a bendy tripod. You can just place it on a table uh, or you can like uh, wrap it around like a branch on a tree or something or like on a chair. You can do magic you can put your phone anywhere with this it's great for taking pictures uh it's great for taking time lapses especially because if you're trying to take a time lapse and you're holding your phone with your hand like if you have the slightest movement of the camera while taking a time lapse it's ruined so right. time lapse, the phone needs to be still absolutely still so this is perfect for time lapses and i don't know videos even for like selfies because it's just it's just like a, a mini selfie stick thing so if you like taking pictures with your phone or video or something, this is the best thing you can can buy. So there you go. My recommendation. Awesome. Check it out. All right. So thank you for listening to episode 34 of Layout. Um, 
If you want to see the show notes, they're at layout.fm. Uh, we're on Slack. Um, you can join. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at layout.fm. Uh, you can also see links to both of our Twitter profiles um, to get <laughs> all of our thoughts uh, right on your Twitter feed. Um, and uh, our thanks to uh, Timing for sponsoring the show. And uh, I will talk to you next week. All right, dude. Bye. Bye.